Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. Hunter Biden goes to Washington. Oh, wait, he already lives in Washington. He lives in the basement of the White House. But no, he goes to the Capitol to his own contempt of Congress hearing. And in my opinion, I actually think the guy handed it to Republicans. He is schooling Republicans on the PR game, and Republicans are looking foolish. Now, all the comments by Nancy Mace and Andy Biggs and the others were spot on. Hunter Biden needs to be arrested, but he's winning this PR battle. And I believe in many respects, Republicans put themselves in the position to lose this battle, okay? We're going to get into all of it. I'm going to play you some of the highlights, lowlights of this hearing uh, today. Of course, the podcast is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. We're so grateful for their sponsorship, MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. I know these guys. I trust these guys. Putting money into precious metals is a great idea. Midas Gold Group can help you do that. All right, with that, let's get it started. Uncensored and unapologetic, this is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, it's so great to be here. Uh, as I told you, Hunter Biden goes to Washington, D.C. He walks in on this hearing, and I think in the end, he shocked everybody that <laughs> he was there. I mean, the arrogance of Hunter Biden to show up at his own contempt of Congress hearing. But then you think, is it really that bold? Um is it really that that brave to do this? I don't believe it is. Here's why. He's got a mainstream media that's on his side, Hunter Biden. He's got Republicans that are known as weak. So you had Republicans calling Hunter Biden a coward when he stormed out of, of Congress. But he's not really a coward. I believe the cowards are the Republicans who fail to arrest him. The cowards are that we didn't take up this contempt of Congress bit sooner than we did. So let's get right to the audio. And I'm going to tell you how all of this should have gone down. Okay. How it should have been handled because Republicans handle everything wrong from a public relations standpoint. They allow the Democrats to win the arguments in the court of public opinion. We've got to stop with this nonsense. So this is the uh, the beginning of this. Uh, we would have expired. We would have loved that. Do any other clients? members wish to be heard? Mr. Chair recognizes Ms. Mace from South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here. And Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman. Um, if- All right. So Nancy May says Hunter Biden has no balls. Well, I actually would argue you have some set of balls. I mean, you got huge cojones. To walk in to a Republican-controlled oversight committee, thumb your nose at them, say ugats to you and your contempt of Congress charge, I'm here. And he actually basically says, I'm willing to talk to you. Now, the problem with all of this is Republicans put themselves in a position because James Comer made a critical mistake. He said, we'll allow Hunter to testify publicly or privately, behind closed doors or in public. He can choose. I've played that soundbite over and over again. Once you say he can choose, 
Hunter Biden chooses a public hearing. Then you say, no, we want you behind closed doors. It doesn't look good. Now, mind you, Congress can change its mind. James Comer can change its mind. There's nothing in the law that says you can't change your mind. And there's nothing in the law that says, all right, now you're not held in contempt because we offered you something else but took that offer back. No, the problem is it just doesn't look good. So Hunter Biden goes into Congress, says I'm here to testify while they're holding him in contempt for not testifying. And now, you know, with the leftist media, you know, with these devious Democrats, they're all out there crowing. He was here. How can we hold him in contempt? And it's going to be a really hard argument to win. That's the bottom line. If it was me and I was James Comer. I would have said we have enough evidence to charge you with contempt of Congress. I would order the sergeant at arms to take him into custody and then fight it in court later. We are taking you into custody. That would have been the ballsy move. We are arresting you right now. That would have been the ballsy move. The cowardice move was to let him walk in there, thumb his nose at you, say oogats, and then when it gets a little heat comes on, storm out of Congress. I will still say that Nancy Mace did a very good job. It, 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 if the general lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? you keep interrupting me? So, I mean, this turns into a total clown show. First of all, I'm surprised Nancy Mace goes down the road of are women allowed to speak and plays the Democrats, oh, a woman, a man, or whatever. Look, it has nothing to do with that. I do think maybe she was calling attention to the hypocrisy of Democrats, right? Um, but in the end, there's a lot of interrupting. Nobody knows what to do. Everybody's worried about how they're going to look. Now everybody's trying to put on a show because you're in front of Hunter Biden. You know it's going to be the lead story on every newscast tonight. It will on my Real America's Voice show. I changed my podcast around today just so I could cover this story, because I knew it was going to be big. I'll interrupt the you chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. I think but- that, uh, that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is founded on the rule of come law. Come on, come on. And the premise come that on. the law applies equally to everyone, no matter what your last... Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Uh- All right, so Nancy Mace is 100% correct. That's when Hunter Biden should have been arrested. The Republicans could have taken back this whole thing, grabbed it right into their mitts. Instead, Hunter Biden's there. He looks so arrogant. And and now the media is going to be saying, oh, well, he showed up. He was willing to talk. Now, I will say this, folks. I believe in a sensitive situation like the Hunter Biden case. And I say sensitive, meaning politically charged You've got a weaponized media, a weaponized court system that's not working in our favor. Transparency is the best road. Even if James Comer had to sacrifice some ability of what he could ask Hunter Biden behind closed doors as to what he could in public, the goal was to win here. And if Hunter Biden want to speak in public in front of the American people, then let him speak in public. That's not a victory for Hunter Biden. That's a victory for the people. And in the end, it would have been a victory for you. You would have made him look very bad. He would have taken the fifth on almost everything. We lost that battle because you demanded on having him go behind closed doors. Why? Because we're told that's how business is done in Washington. 
we normally have a behind-closed-doors deposition first before we go public. Well, I don't care about how business is done in Washington. I care about winning. I care about Republicans winning, conservatives winning, the American people winning. And right now, Hunter Biden is winning. He's turned Congress into an absolute shit show, quite frankly. And that's what it looked like today. So Nancy Mace uh, continued here as she was talking. You know, Hunter Biden broke the law. He did so deliberately. You did so flagrantly. You showed up on the Hill, on the Senate side, the day of that congressional subpoena to defy it and spit in the face of this committee. That's what you did. The question the American people are asking us is, what is Hunter Biden so afraid of? Why can't you show up for a, d- a congressional deposition? You're here for a political stunt. This is just a PR stunt to you. This is just a game that you are playing with the American people. You're playing with the truth. Um, Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden. All right, but here's the problem. Nancy Mace is 100% correct. Nancy, I'm, I'm happy you called him out on this. The problem is his political stunt will work. Yes, he's arrogant. Yes, he is all of those things you said, but this political stunt is going to work. He's there in front of Congress. James Comer could have said, you know what? Fine. We'll interview you right now. We're changing everything up. Each member will get five minutes to interview Hunter Biden. Let's do it as part of the held in contempt clause. And we're not going to say you're not being going to be held in contempt. We're only going to allow you to testify. Now, flip the script on him. Why doesn't anybody practice the game of flipping the script if you have an R next to your name? They don't know how to do it, but the Democrats do. Hunter Biden is playing a game, and the sad reality is he's winning. To the highest bidder when he was in elected office, he wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice presidency by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now because it wasn't long ago, too, my friends on the other side of the aisle, um, that you also believed in the the power of a congressional subpoena. All right, let's get into that in, in a moment. So Hunter Biden did all of those things. What do we do about it now? See, Hunter Biden knew he could show up on the Senate side of the Capitol. He could defy the subpoena, say he's there, because he knew Republicans are weak. He knew that they wouldn't have the sergeant at arms go arrest him. If he was on the House side, the House sergeant at arms could have arrested him there. He knew he'd go to the Senate side. Well, you know what? Why don't you recruit Mitch McConnell and get the sergeant at arms of the Senate to arrest him then? But instead, they get played. And I'm tired of Republicans getting played through all of this. I'm going to get back to Nancy Mace's is, uh, comments here. Uh, but before I do that, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at uh, Midas Gold Group. Uh, MidasGoldGroup.com is the website I want you to go to. Their commitment to this podcast, my radio show, says all you need to know about veteran-owned Midas Gold Group. I've known these guys for years now. And uh, I'm grateful for their support. 
And I'm grateful for them taking care of Stinchfield's army when it comes to buying precious metals. They can take an existing IRA, turn it into a precious metals IRA. The best thing that I love hearing when I go to events, people have used Midas Gold Group and they're all so happy. All oh, those guys are so nice. Many of them have become friends. They go hang out in the office. They have offices in Arizona and California. If they live near those places. A lot of these people go hang out there. MidasGoldGroup.com. They know the importance of protecting your finances from an overreaching government, from inflation, privacy that gold uh, will provide you as well. They can't just hit a button and seize your money. If it's gold, you can hold. MidasGoldGroup.com. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, Nancy Mace will continue. Not long ago at all, you believed in holding those who refused to comply with congressional subpoena accountable. And I stood with each and every one of you. I am the only member in this room today who has held a member of my own party in contempt of Congress for not showing up for a subpoena. And I see nothing but complete hypocrisy on the other side of the aisle. The ranking member of this committee even so eloquently put it, the lesson is please tell your children out there in America, if you get a subpoena to go before Congress, go. You have a legal responsibility to do so. So the hypocrisy is stunning. What are we to tell our children today? There's nothing the other side can say with a straight face. As the only member of this committee to vote to hold a member of contempt of my own party, let me be clear, this should not be a partisan issue. If Congress issues a subpoena, you show up. Again, I'm going to get back to the problem that Republicans put themselves in, that Democrats didn't. So Democrats want... Uh, Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon to testify, and those guys have rights not to testify, which I believe they were well within their rights not to testify because of the way the law sets up with executive privilege and those things. But they didn't offer Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro a choice first and then take away the choice. It just looks really bad. I get you're allowed to take away the choice. It just looks really bad. So Republicans blew it. When they offered Hunter the the choice of testifying in public. Now he shows up. He shows up again. I'm willing here to talk to you. And then what are you going to do? March in front of a judge? He won't talk to Congress. Well, he was there two days in a row saying he would talk to you. He just won't do it behind closed doors. Where the law says this, you get the media. What a nightmare. Which is why Jared Moskowitz, the Democrat, did exactly what I knew the Democrats would do. They raised this very issue. The witness accepted the chairman's invitation. It just so happens the witness is here. If the committee wants to hear from the witness and the chairman gave the witness that option, then the only folks that are afraid to hear from the witness with the American people watching are my friends on the other side of the aisle. I don't know if there's a proper motion, Mr. Chairman, but I'll make a motion, let's vote. Let's take a vote. Who wants to hear from Hunter right now, today? <laughs> Anyone? Come on. Who wants to hear from Hunter? Motion's out of order. I want to hear from Hunter. I want to hear from Hunter. I would love to hear from Hunter. This is an example where I think James Comer could have called their bluff and said, okay, I do want to hear from Hunter. And we will still get our behind-closed-doors deposition because the subpoena is in place. We're going to hold him in contempt for not showing up behind closed doors, but we'll reverse it. We'll do the public testimony first. Let's go. Everybody gets five minutes. What would Hunter Biden have done? He knew it wasn't going to happen. 
He was there and telling everybody he was willing to testify, but he knew it wasn't going to happen. He knew that the Republicans are so hard-headed that they wouldn't go back. They wouldn't backtrack and, and think in their minds that they're looking weak, when in my mind, they would have called the bluff and looked even smarter. They just don't have it in them, these Republicans. Quite frankly, it is depressing that they don't have it have it in them. So Nancy Mace continues here. Period. This is not a responsibility we take lightly. It brings no joy for us to do this, but the president's son broke the law and must be held accountable in the same way anybody else would. I urge my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to do so. And my last message to you, Hunter Biden, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Will will the gentle lady yield for a question? Will will the gentle lady yield? You play stupid games. (laughs) You, you, You get stupid consequences, right? Will my friend yield from South Carolina? Sure. Um, I, I do want to commend the gentlelady who was the only Republican who stood up uh, and voted to hold in contempt the Republican members of the House who blatantly and categorically refused to comply with subpoenas that came from the bipartisan January 6th committee. I would like to ask my friend Ms. Mace from South Carolina um, whether she's aware of all the case law which says that the committee has to engage in good faith interaction with the witnesses they've called and they're supposed to arrive at a solution. And what do you think about the fact that the chairman on multiple occasions gave this witness the opportunity to come before the full committee and he agreed to that? We issued a congressional subpoena, and I know with your constitutional law background, you know exactly what that means, and he should have showed up. And because of your vote and because of your statements, you should be voting to hold hold this man in contempt of Congress today. So Nancy Mace does a great job. Jamie Raskin, who I despise, he's an evil, lying, devious dirtbag, okay? He's anti-American. But what he spelled out there was the public relations argument, not the legal argument, the public relations argument. And we all know that public relations wins. Nancy Mace ignored it. She talked about the law. The law says if you issue a subpoena, you've got to abide by the subpoena. If you don't abide by the subpoena, you're held in contempt. It's that easy. She is 100% correct. So arrest Hunter Biden right now. But the reality is even a guy like me is saying, why didn't you just let him testify in public? It would have been great to watch. I would have loved to have seen it. So Hunter Biden gets so fed up with all of it, he ends up walking out right as Marjorie Taylor Greene gets ready to uh, lay down the law on on Hunter. Gentlemen, time's expired. Chair, recognize Ms. Green from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, Apparently, oh, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here goes. <laughs> oh. I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Wow, that's too bad. (laughs) All right, so Hunter Biden just gets up and walks out. Who won this battle? In the end, I think probably Hunter Biden does. I mean, he puts on display the arrogance. Now, he's he's got the power of the pardon, too. Don't forget that. He knows that no matter what happens to him, his father 
can pardon him as long as his father is still president of the United States. I'm surprised his father hasn't pardoned him yet. His father could. You don't have to be convicted to get a pardon. You could be pardoned sooner. And Hunter Biden knows he's got the power of a presidential pardon in his back pocket. Now, James Comer was asked about all of this. um, And this was on Maria Bartiromo's morning show. Let's take a listen. Do you feel you have the evidence right now to prove to the American people that President Biden committed a crime? I think so. I think the American people have one question. What exactly did the Bidens do to receive the millions and millions of dollars from our enemies around the world? We saw where the Democrats published a report and said uh, when Donald Trump was president, his family took millions in from from foreign uh, from foreigners. Well, that was through his hotels and, and golf courses, things he had before he was president. What exactly did the Bidens do? I haven't found a legitimate business yet, Maria. We found a lot of LLCs. Uh, they don't appear to have any assets or any specific purpose. We call those a shell company. The media has a hard time understanding what a shell company is. But at the end of the day, I think every American's watching this investigation and they wonder, what exactly did they do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is why you need to interview Hunter Biden. And which is why I still believe, and I called it from day one, just interview him in public. I'd rather see a public hearing of Hunter Biden than one behind closed doors. Transparency is the best disinfectant, right? What do they say? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Let's see it. Lay it on the table. I want to hear Hunter Biden answer for these crimes, not sit there smugly, walk out, and you're going to have, you watch MSNBC, CNN, they're all going to be laughing about this today. They're going to think this is the greatest thing, and Hunter Biden is just uh, the, the greatest political figure they've ever seen. Mark my words. All right, we're going to be covering this on the Real America's Voice show uh, tonight. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I appreciate you watching this this uh, quickly put together edition of Stinchfield so we could get this out to you as soon as possible. Thanks to the Gateway Pundit as well, our partnership of uh, airing the podcast there. We always love uh, being on the Gateway Pundit. And, folks, uh, I will see you on the Real America's Voice show tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We'll break this down. And I've got some January 6th blockbusters about Ray Epps. Ray Epps sentenced to a year's probation. This is the guy who was like the most prolific J6er, the most vocal, the most well-known. He gets a year probation and you got grandmothers in prison now, five, six years. Something is wrong, folks, with that picture. Don't forget the website, grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. If you're watching this video on um, Facebook or Getter, please like the video for me. Very, very important. And um, if you're watching on Rumble, like it as well and share this video far and wide so we spread this as far as we can. We got to get Republicans to get a spine and some backbone. I can teach them how to handle these situations and win. Right now, we're not winning. We got to get back to that. President Trump can help. That's for sure. I'm Grant Stinchfield. Stinchfield's Army rolls. Thanks to all of you. We'll see you later tonight.